each summer. The last evening of the staff training, I reread them, Oh, the Places You'll Go by Dr. Seuss. It was my favorite analogy, analogy for camp and their feelings through the next eight hot weeks of summer. The staff couldn't imagine being as excited as they were that night throughout the entire summer. They were ready to change lives and spread the good news. They had brains in their head and feet in their shoes. They were about to be on their own. I had trained them how to handle a homesick camper, but they didn't realize how hard it would be when that homesick camper was up till midnight every single night. I taught them multiple games and songs to keep the campers occupied while they're climbing up all of these great mountains. But they wouldn't realize how hard that would be whenever a camper was just asking, when are we at the top? I taught them how to start a fire in under five minutes, but they wouldn't imagine how valuable that would be when it had just rained and they were trying to start a fire for 20 campers that their dinner was going to be cooked over that fire. I'm sorry to say so, but sadly it's true that bang-ups and hang-ups can happen to you. At the end of the summer, I would read the Oh, the Places You'll Go again to my staff. They would laugh at some of the lines, remembering that homesick camper, that fire that they eventually lit after 20 minutes, and those long hikes up mountains singing the songs they knew by heart. They had made it to the end of their journey, but not without God's guidance and the help of those around you. Bang-ups and hang-ups can happen to, any, to us anywhere as we live out the kingdom. There are plenty of ups and downs along the way, but there's one thing we can always count on. We are loved by God, who gives himself to us, sacrificed his son so that we could have a relationship with him, meets us where we are, offers us grace and redemption, and brings us joy. No matter our circumstances, we are invited, even commanded, to bless him. Today, we're wrapping up Psalm of the Saints. We have explored adoration, confession, unity, hope, and forgiveness, to name a few along the way. Our scripture today is Psalm 134. Come, bless God, all you servants of God, you priests of God, posted to the night watch in God's shrine, lifting your hands to the holy place and bless God. In turn, may God of Zion bless you, God who made heaven and earth. The long journey for these people have finally ended. They made it. Praise God. They lifted their praising hands in God's name. These times in our faith are called mountaintops experiences. The moments when you're bursting with joy and want to spread the news of how great God is. Lifting your hands in praise is easy. The hashtag blessed gets put on every post and every picture during these times. The journey of getting up to that mountaintop seems not as hard. The road, not as long. The valley, not as far down. You may even laugh at how frustrated you were getting to that mountaintop. I've had two life-altering mountaintop experiences, and they both happened at camp. My first was a month after my dad died suddenly, when I was 15. Up until this point, my journey was pretty level. Now, I was a 15-year-old girl, so I thought there were pretty big mountains and pretty low valleys, but it was pretty level. When my dad passed away, I finally found out what a valley really was. All of a sudden, for the first time in my life, I questioned God with why. I found it hard to lift my hands and bless God. The camp that my family and I grew up going to, the camp my dad had even been on the board for, 
offered a camp for kids who went through school violence called Connection Camp. It was a camp to learn how to deal, how to handle, how to heal, and how to reconnect with God for those who had gone through a tragic life experience, a valley. The director, David Gill, offered me to join them as the Ferncliff representative. Of course, I jumped at the chance. I had already been at camp for three weeks, so what's one more week at camp? These youth my age from Columbine, Westside, New York, and Chicago, to name a few places, all came together to heal, to worship, and to play. There's something powerful when people leave their everyday lives to come together to worship and to have fellowship. On the last night of camp, we had an event called Night of a Thousand Hugs. We each hugged one another, then signed each other's shirts. We square danced, we laughed, we cried, but mostly we praised God. We blessed God who blessed us. I had never felt closer to God than in that moment. We had renewed our faith, helped heal each other with fellowship, worship, and fun. We were ready to continue on with our journey. The second mountaintop experience was Scott and my wedding day. It was again back at the camp where I grew up, the only place I could still feel my, my dad's presence. I had worried for months how this day would affect me. Would I be sad that my dad wasn't walking down the aisle with me? How would I cope? I remember all day, my mom was checking the weather. It was getting closer and closer to time, and the chances of rain kept increasing. And of course, we were having an outside wedding. 30 minutes before the ceremony was supposed to start, the skies opened up and it started to pour. Now I know for a lot of brides, this would have ruined their wedding day. But for me, it made it even more perfect. My dad's favorite thing about camp was sitting on the front porch with a cup of coffee, watching the rain. Not only did I get to marry my best friend on that day, God let me know my dad was there too. It's easy to feel God's presence on these mountaintops, but they're not the only place God is with us. Our scripture calls to us those posted to the night watch in God's shrine. The temple was always open, even in the middle of the night, to give everybody an opportunity to praise God anytime. Because God doesn't sleep. He doesn't take time off. He's ready to be blessed any time of the day or the night, mountain or valley. Not only is he ready to be blessed anytime, he is ready to bless us. He is present with us every single moment. He does not reside on the mountain or at the end of our journey. He kneels down to meet us where we are. Our journey is not to him. Our journey is with him. When we are in a valley, we have a choice. We can do as God commands us in this passage and lift our hands in worship. Or we can stay in that valley, waiting to find our own way out. We can accept God is always with us or crumble under the hopeless thought that he could abandon us. But on you will go, though the weather be foul. On and on you will hike, and I know you'll hike far, and face up to your problems, whatever they are. I know God was with me during my darkest time last year when we had our first miscarriage. I could feel his presence beside me, but I didn't want to talk to him. I was angry, hurt, heartbroken, and in a dark valley. I went through the motions of coming to church, going to my grace group. I knew if I physically went through the motions, 
of praising God, eventually my soul would catch up. So I lifted my hands in praise as an act of obedience, not because I wanted to. Lifting our hands forces us to stop working, stop texting, stop distracting ourselves, put down our coffee, and focus on praising God, on feeling his presence with us. I know God was speaking to me, even when I didn't want to listen or to talk to him. My grace group gave me the place to be sad and to be angry and to cry and to scream. They prayed for us and loved us through it. Eventually, my heart and soul did catch up, but it wasn't instant. It took months. But thankfully, our God is patient. Somehow, you'll escape all the waiting and staying. You'll find bright places where boom bands are playing. I'm going to ask our boom band to come on back up for us. Our scripture today is about blessing God who blesses us. One way to do that is through communion. Through the act of a remembering of what Jesus did for each one of us, we invite each of you to join us at this table. We don't dismiss by rows. Come up when you feel like it. We will also be passing around our offering baskets. And please remember, if you are new and you need that place, that grace group place, please sign up for Discovering Grace and have that fellowship with Christians, with your fellow Christians. If you're on that mountaintop, praise God. If you're in that dark valley, keep praising God with your fellow Christians. No matter where you are on the journey, God is there with you 24-7. And there's one thing we can always count on. We are loved by a God who gives himself to us, sacrificed his son so that we can have a relationship with him, meets us where we are, offers us grace, and redemption, and brings us joy. God is our greatest blessing. Your mountain is waiting, so get on your way.